Happy Easter, Echo Fam. Thank you for joining us today as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. We're super excited to share Flood Sunday with you. This is such a special day in God's house as we get to hear stories from our Echo Fam as they take steps toward freedom. Many of you may or may not know this, but we have kid content online as well. We create custom content paired with orange curriculum for mids, ages two through five, and bigs, grades K through fifth. Be sure to check it out on Facebook or YouTube. We also have an amazing youth group called Echo High. If you have teens in grades six through 12, they're welcome to join us Wednesday nights at Echo at 7 p.m. We have snacks, worship, a message, and breakouts. Get them here, get them out of the house and in the presence of Jesus. Thank Thanks you for, for being, being a part, part of, of our Echo, Echo family. We hope you enjoy Echo online service. Nailed it. <laughs> Satan fall like lightning I saw darkness run for cover But the miracle that I just can't get over My name is registered in heaven I believe in signs and wonders I'm the resurrection power
thank you, Father, as we come here this morning. Lord, we're just going to celebrate some new believers this morning that want to dedicate their life to Jesus, and some that are veterans as well that want to rededicate their life to Jesus. And Father, we just want to just testify that our testimony is in you, Father. From death to life, we sing. From glory to glory, Jesus.
Go church. So, so here's the deal. The, the message I was going to speak last week was all about Mount Moriah. And I don't have the time to really, really delve into that or dive deep into that. But I can just tell you this, is Abraham had, um, had an experience on Mount Moriah, what we know as Mount Moriah, what you know today as Jerusalem. See, Abram, Abraham felt he should go and sacrifice his son because God said he should. And so he took Isaac and he went and journeyed through the desert into and onto Mount Moriah. And there was where he tied his son, bound his son, put him upon a altar and was to the place of, of plunging a knife into his son when God intervened and said, no, I have a substitute. I have a better plan. And that's where the ram was caught in the thick of, of the, uh, what am I looking for there? The thicket. He was caught in the thicket. Thank you. I knew something was wrong there. And he was caught in the thicket and, and that ram played, uh, uh, really was placed in, uh, instead of Isaac for the sacrifice that Abraham had to do. And that in essence set up what we do today and what we believe today because that same place where Abraham uh, sacrificed, almost sacrificed Isaac, but God stepped in to kind of be the, to, to be the atonement, to provide forgiveness and, and to make a way in the presence of God uh, through that ram is the same place eventually where David wants to build the temple, but God won't let him. It's the same place where Solomon eventually builds up the Temple Mount. It was the same place where the presence of God was supposed to abide. It was supposed to be this place where it was, in essence, a journey back into what we know as the garden, back into the presence of God, back into a relationship with God, back into the goodness that God ordained for humankind to live within. This was Mount Mariah. And that's the best summary I can give to you and to get to this point. In the Old Testament, there is a prophet and his name is Ezekiel. And it's actually probably a book of the Bible that many of us just choose to not read (laughs) because, man, it's a pretty heavy, heavy, heavy uh, type of book. Um, But in Ezekiel 47, if you have your Bibles, you can open up to it. I just want to read a few verses because I believe that what we see here and the prophecy and that he is, he's putting forth into the future is what we're living into, we're living into and within today. And it starts from Mount Moriah. In Ezekiel 47 verse one, it says, the man brought me back, that he's having a vision, he's having an encounter, he's, he's, he's having this moment, uh, and really I'd call it like a modern day movie that God is showing Ezekiel, and now he's giving us the account. It says, the man brought me back to the entrance to the temple, and we saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east. Now let's go back to the garden. When Adam and Eve failed and they were sent out, where were they sent out? Towards the east. 
So from the garden, they were sent out eastward. And that's really the story of humankind. That's the story of humanity is from the beginning and really from the beginning of your life, the natural progression, the, net, the natural next step is away from God. It's away from God's presence. It's in the way of our way to, to kind of make it through life. And this is what's happening, okay? The water starts flowing from Mount Moriah, the temple towards the east. And the water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. That means water is flowing from the presence of God. And then he brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside of the outer gate facing east. And the water was trickling from the south side. Everybody say trickling. So, from, so it started from the temple, from the presence of God, and now it's going underneath it, and now it is going beyond the temple mount. It's going beyond the walls of the fortress, in essence. That's what he's beginning to see. And in verse 3, it says this, as the man, when the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits, and he led me through water that was ankle deep. Y'all see what's happening? It started with a stream of water, a small, small stream coming out of the temple, and then it became a little bit bigger on the outside of the temple, and now he's going a thousand cubits away, and now it's ankle deep. And in verse four, it says, he measured off another thousand cubits, and he led me through the water that was now knee deep, and then he measured off another thousand, he led through the water that was now waist deep. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and it was deep enough to swim in. And it was a river that no one could cross. And then he asked me, son of man, do you see this? And that's the question I want to ask you, is do you see this? Do you see that today and as we enter into flood Sunday, that this is only the beginning? that the waters start today and we believe they come out of the presence of God in, in this prophetic way. In the Old Testament, Ezekiel standing up and he's, he's prophesying and he's, he's presenting this idea that there's gonna be one day when the water is so deep in the, from the presence of God that everybody will be affected by it. And that's what we get to step into today. And then it says this, and then he led me back to the bank of the river. And when I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. And he said to me this, this water flows towards the eastern region and, does, and, and goes down into Ereba, Ereba, where it enters the Dead Sea. And when it empties into that sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. And then swarms of living creatures will live there where the river flows. I don't know if you remember this, but as I began this series, I presented this idea that I felt like the Lord was calling us higher, but at the same time, he was calling us deeper. And today, instead of talking about Mount Moriah, I want to talk quickly about what the Dead Sea is. The Dead Sea is the lowest place in that region, maybe even in the world. 
the lowest under, you know, it's under sea level and every, there's water that flows in, but no water flows out. If you know anything about the Dead Sea, it, you should know this, it's 25% mineral. That's why people go there and they float. I mean, it's beautiful, right? Uh, but there is no life there. And this prophetic imagery that Ezekiel is, is, is talking about is this picture that God desires for water to flow out of the temple. It's to flow out of the garden and it's supposed to invade everywhere we go. And th- what I feel what God is doing in, in us today, in this community, in your hearts, and those who are being baptized is he's wanting to call us deeper. He wants us to go deeper in him. And, and, and I feel like some of us, we've walked into this room and we feel like there are dead things around us all over. It's attitude, it's the sin nature, it's our decision, it's our past. And I believe today is one of those days where God is reminding us that there is something more that there is a deeper calling that he's calling every single one of us to step into. I believe today is the day that dead things come to life. I believe today is the day as we step into the waters. I think today is the day that we leave those things that so easily snare us through life and we leave those into the waters. And I believe it doesn't matter how far east we have strayed. It doesn't matter how far we've gone. God is still calling us to step into the waters. Today, I believe is the day where many of us, we see a trickle turn into a tidal wave. I mean, that's really, really good. I mean, I, I mean honestly, it has less to do with me and how I'm saying it. I think most of you, you need to write that down. That today marks the day where a, a, a trickle of a relationship with God, the presence of God begins to turn into a tidal wave. And I believe it starts with our obedience. Today is the day that we follow Jesus into the waters. And today is the day we get to celebrate with those that are. I am super excited. This is the second time that we have the opportunity, we've had the opportunity to to celebrate with those that are deciding to just say, hey Lord, you said to go in there, so I'm going. Today is the day where many of you are just buying into this prophecy that he's calling you into the waters. And when you step into those waters, I believe that God is gonna bring something fresh and something new that the movement of God will overflow in your life that when we step out of those waters, we go to those dry places, those Eastern spaces that, that have death and destruction and have a high mineral count where life cannot be. And we step into those locations and guess what? We can bring life that our life is meant to be a stream. And that's what we get to participate in today. So last week, we, uh, we interviewed all the people that are getting baptized today. And man, it is just my privilege to just invite you to just sit back and enjoy their story. And then right after, what we're gonna do, we're gonna have the band back up here and we're gonna go to the left into about 82 degree uh, water. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> <laughs> they really like that idea. And we're going to go to the waters and we're just going to uh, 
baptize a few people. And as we're singing, I just want to tell you this now, um, is when someone comes out of the water, can we celebrate that there's new life in the house? Can we do that? I looked myself in the mirror and I absolutely hated who I, I absolutely hated who I saw. And I um, just prayed to him one more time. I'm like, Jesus, if you can just get me out of this position one last time, I promise you that I will not forgive you, I will not forget to give you the glory at every as, in every aspect of my life. I just told myself this last time, October 4th, 2020 was a day that I genuinely gave my life to Jesus. I actually found that out not too long ago. But yeah, I just want to be obedient and uh, declare my love for Jesus and show him that I'm willing to do anything for him. That's me. <laughs> I never really knew like what a relationship with God would look like. I didn't really know what grace looked like or freedom. And um, I guess long story short, I sort of spent my life chasing this perfectionism and this image of God that I kind of had created or um, just believed my entire life. And then I kind of gave up on that for a long time. And then it was, it just kind of took me running into Christy. Um, a few times and her and Sam kind of getting out of the comfort zone and just echo itself um, kind of teaching me what acceptance and grace and freedom is and so that is my story in a nutshell. didn't really like church because I was younger it was kind of just boring for me I didn't really find it that like oh yeah god this is really awesome guy it's really cool <laughs> Recently, like a year ago, I started being like, I just started realizing that everything was better with God, everything was amazing, and that uh, being a Christian was way better than not being a Christian. And the reason I'm going to get baptized is because uh, I don't really I feel like I've been taking that much of a step into my faith, and being baptized just feels right, like the right thing that I need to do to take a step in my faith. I grew up Catholic, and like a lot of other people here, you know, made bad choices, turned away from God, but always he would bail me out. And like I think you said, there are situations I should have never, never gotten out of, and yet here I am. So in all of the pandemic, things were fine and I thought you know this everything's going great and it's because of God's blessings and then I started coming back to Echo and um, I just feel it's what I owe God is to be baptized and to live and fulfill the mission that he's put on my heart. I moved into a group home in Northwest Rochester that helped people with disabilities and stuff. The reason I'm being baptized again is <laughs> to have God in my life and having him lead me to others that need to hear my story and show them that he loves and cares for us any way, no matter how big or small our sin is. 
and I'm ready to look for Jesus. My story started when I was in fourth grade. I got bullied a lot for how I looked, how my hair was. So I decided that I didn't want to go in the path of Jesus just because I thought, yeah, he didn't help me at all. Sixth grade, which is this year, I started going to Echo High and it was a lot easier with my life. I started praying more, reading the Bible, and I realized that having God in my life was so much easier than not having him in my life. I guess I gave my life to Jesus in October-ish. I decided that I wanted to, and yeah, that's my story. So I grew up uh, as a kid. I went to Sunday school occasionally, um, never really paid much attention. Um, didn't really get much out of it, uh, so I kind of stepped away from from Jesus and the church. Um, and then about 18, uh, I started making some poor life decisions, um, and God bailed me out time after time uh, for whatever reason. Uh, probably wouldn't be here today without him. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, some of those things are just unexplainable. I, f I found that I would always pray to him when I was in trouble. Uh, but never in the good times, never when I'm doing okay. Uh, and I just, I started committing my life to him probably last fall. I don't have an exact date. And I just want to show him and to show myself uh, that I'm committed to change uh, and committed to a life of following Jesus. Probably when I was right around 10, I got really depressed. And that lasted for years um, where I was suicidal at best. It just wasn't good. And right before I turned 18, it was my grandma's, my, or right before I turned 18, my grandma, she actually died. And she was one of those, you know, praying grandmas, you know, and the, that whole thing. And at the funeral, it was just like something happened in me. And I was like, okay, I got to make a choice. Either I'm going to follow her or I'm not. And so from then on, I, I made that choice. And I think through the years, it's always been sort of hard for me because I would still, there were parts of me that I just held back and didn't want to really fully release everything about me. And it was probably five years ago where God started leading me on a journey sort of to release those things from my past that I didn't really fully let go of. And I guess, that's sort of what brings me here because, I mean, even back in October, like Jody had mentioned, she wanted to get baptized. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I think through, we're on Thursday nights, we have a group that meets and we're going through the First Steps book. And it was one of the things was on baptism. And it really got me thinking about full surrender and really taking all those things from back here and just giving them over and so that's what I'm doing. Um, that's my husband Phil across from me. So I grew up as a pastor's kid and I got saved when I was four and it was in junior high-ish around that age that um, after I had several like hard things happen to me and just some deep hurts that I chose not to deal with and talk to anyone about I decided that God wasn't for me did like the pastor's kid stuff when I had to, and then tried to live the rest of my life as opposite of that as possible. I had an option to either go to school in Minnesota or go to school in Texas. 
um, at a Bible college, which was totally not on my radar. My cousin was going there and she's like, just apply and whoever answers you first, like that's where you'll go. At 18, I moved to Texas going to Bible school, not having a clue what I was doing. It wasn't until my last semester at school, we were in evangelism class and we were supposed to give our testimony. And I realized I didn't really have a true testimony of following after Christ. I had my like four-year-old, like pastor's kid, I accepted Christ story, but I didn't actually have a I'm following after Christ and following his lordship in my life story. And so in evangelism class in my last semester <laughs> at, at Bible college, I rededicated my life to Christ. And over the last year and a half, I would say, I've really been challenged a lot um, to let God be just Lord of everything and for me not to dig in my heels but let him um, follow after his will no matter what no matter what the cost no matter what's going on in life um, choosing to follow him anyways um, so yeah that's why I'm getting baptized this time in 2013 I'm pretty defeated and I'm praying and faith in God was small in 2014 I was hit with the need to go on long-term disability. My soul was lost when this happened. In 2017, I was hit hard with another health obstacle. A big step in my new found faith journey began, March of 2019. The day I stepped into Fagan Studios by myself, slowly in this journey with them, Echo Church and its incredible people, and my mom. I have dove deeper into the word and found my faith of our Savior deep within my heart again. But in a brand new way. It's been a lot of personal work and learning who the new Carrie is. I ask questions, spend time on daily de devotions, read Christian books. I pray, worship, and ponder what the word and the message means to me and my heart. I trust, love, and adore. Christ the Lord Jesus is for me always, now and forever. Never felt any real connection, any real faith. Uh, after a kind of a, I guess to me, which was a crappy childhood, you know, bad things happened and I just decided, you know, God was not concerned with me, you know. Um, so, a lot of bad decisions, lots of drugs and alcohol. I, about 25, I was introduced to some people, um, Alcoholics Anonymous, and they told me God loved me and uh, I was worthy. And so, he, he saved me at that point. So I felt this great connection with God, but I, I didn't know the words, I didn't know the Bible. Uh, and so 25, 20 years later, you know, still faithful to God, still love God, um, but something's missing, you know. And so that in steps echo and uh, a new step in my faith. And uh, I've, every time I feel God call me by the heart, you know? And if every time I followed, it's always been good. And so I feel him pulling me now. I don't know why, but 
go wherever he leads. So. so I don't know why I'm emotional. Yes. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. So grateful to be here. Um, so I had some really great role models in my life for my faith. Just had a conversation the other week with someone um, from Echo, and um, when I was talking about pursuing Flood Sunday and being baptized um, here, I just felt like I kind of found my place, and um, I felt like you know what we teach and what we hear here is something that like aligns with who I am as a person and my faith journey, um, and so that's why every time Flood Sunday was brought up, I just felt some tugs on my heart and was like, this is something. Again, every week I play, I pray the surrender prayer, and it always hits me every time. Um, and so I think Flood Sunday and being baptized is just something that um, is an outward um, action that really will kind of help lead um, and allow me to kind of surrender the strongholds from kind of my faith journey, what it was, and allow me to um, really start something that's my own in my own faith. So when. Andy started talking about Flood Sunday and baptism. I knew that it, I, I was being called to do that. I take a step up. I finally wake up. The place I've come from, that image I run from. Well, I'm never going back. This time I'm on that right track. I don't need anyone to put me down. I've already spent too much time on the ground. So take a step up with me, come on and fight with me. I've got too much life to live and too much good to give to let my demons win or be anything less than his. And when I got home from generals that first day, I was looking through the papers on my counter and I found my notes from church the last time. And it, it was the stuff from Andy's sermon. Um, what's your step? And so my step is a, st a step up. I've gone into a very deep depression, experienced lots of trauma, and for the longest time I kind of let that be my identity, my feelings, my thoughts, um, everything like that. And um, eventually, like over the last probably six months or so, it ended up just taking, taking me over. Fear became my god, and I totally lost sight of everything else. My family's fallen apart, basically, <laughs> and um, and I'm grateful for that, though, because it's allowed me to trust in God and trust in His plan. And I have not prayed more than I have in the last couple of days, and uh, I think it's really helped me to find some breakthrough and finally take the step to surrender my life and my heart to God. So that's why I want to be baptized because I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to let that stuff go and to really embrace and welcome the blessings that God has for me. Are you gonna be like a Jesus freak now? Like, what is this, you know? And it just like kind of killed that part of me, you know, that just like wanted to express that. And just like this past year, like with COVID and like my, like my parents got divorced and like, I know I'm an adult now, but it's just like, it's hard to like let people know how much like the heavy stuff just like crushes you because like you're supposed to have it all together by the time you're 25 or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's such a lie. I know. It's bogus, but you just like, you feel that weight, you know, and, 100%. and yeah, I just, it's hard to know what to do next, but. Like you said, getting baptized and like 
just answering the calling and going straight into the waters, like, that just seems like the most logical and like enlightening place you can go to just like actively surrender it all and just say like, I am so not perfect. Like some days, like I think I suck, but like God still loves me and God still wants me to be like part of his kingdom. And like, I just met you today, but I'm so glad we're doing it together now, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> It's it's so true. It's like we're not alone in this. Like you were saying, Andy, like we're all doing this as a group and we're all doing this together. And that's like the best thing about Echo, I think, is like the community and the people that you find making those those connections and just knowing like, yeah, we're Jesus freaks, but it's fine. Like, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Got angry at God and I turned away for about 23 years. Uh, tried to live life on my own, um, wandering, I call it my wandering in the desert time. And I'd see mirages that seemed like they were going to be fulfilling and you'd get there and experience it and they're not. And I got to a point where I asked myself, you know, if you're not happy now, when was the last time you were truly happy? And it was... I thought back and it was going to church and being with my family. I decided to turn my life back to God. I need to fully surrender. And looking back in my desert years, there were so many situations that I should have been hung out to dry. And if it wasn't for his grace and his mercy on me, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, and so out of obedience to him as he's been faithful to me through even when I wasn't following him he was faithful to me stayed by my side even though I didn't see it I want to be obedient to him and I want to get rebaptized uh, because he's not done with me I might be 60 years old, but he ain't done with me yet, and and I want to just keep living my life for him. And so with that, uh, I'm getting baptized again. So thank you. Come on, come on. Let's give God some glory. Let's give God some honor. I think it's only appropriate for us to resurrender our life to Christ. Thank you, those who are being baptized, as you've inspired us today. I'm someone that's 25 years old, I think that she's got to have everything put together. To the six-year-old, this is God's not done. We all kind of, we're between that. And I just understand it's a good chance that someone walked into this space and you feel far from God today. Or maybe when you're hearing people's stories, you're like, never experienced that. And today is all about the trickle turning into a tidal wave. That your small decision 
to come to church this morning to maybe watch a friend be baptized, a family member, is the day where you step into the water the first time and you say, God, I'm all yours. I can't do this on my own. In Echo Church, we pray this prayer every week. Would we, and in fact, I invite you, if you've not prayed this prayer, to pray this with us as we pray this every week saying, Lord, we can't figure this out, but you can. Let's pray. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. You didn't, you didn't come to Echo for like on accident. No, I didn't. It was for purpose. The message I have for you today, and for everybody else that's gonna get into this water, is this is just the trickle. There's so much more. There is so much more. You realize some of you are sitting in the seat and you have to realize there is something more. And usually more comes with a step of obedience. And many of us who are tearful and some of our are emotional today is we understand it because we've been there. That it took us, it took our guts to step out for God to step in. There is so much more. And I just wanna say this, John 12, 14 says, yes, indeed, I tell you that whoever trusts in me will also do the works I do indeed and he will do even greater things. You'll even do greater things because I am going to the Father. You're gonna do greater things because I'm going to the Father. Theologians argue what greater things could mean. Is it more quantity or is it more quality? What we do agree with, uh, what we can come to agree with is this, is it doesn't mean less. That when we are obedient with God, his promise isn't that we're gonna do less than him, but we will do more with him. And I'll just tell you this, I ask this question, who has the most to gain for you settling for less? That's what I wanna ask you. That's the last thing I had to say today. Who has the most to gain for you settling for less? So today, as we go to the waters, let's not not let the enemy win. Let's strive for more. Amen? Amen. Romeo, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm so glad to call you friend. And because of your confession in Jesus Christ as your Lord, your diligence to follow after him, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So proud of you, man. So proud of you. Shane, I'm so proud of you. And honestly, just um, blessed to be a part of your journey. God's not done yet. Don't settle for less, man. You'll be tempted. You've been tempted. But today marks the trickle where you're like, God, you know what? I want more. Amen. Because your confession of faith 
and Jesus Christ to follow after him. To be diligent in what he says for you to do, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so proud. Is anybody proud of Randy today? I get to hang out with you, so I'm gonna keep my words. I'm so proud of you, brother, and Jesus is too. Um, when Jesus was baptized, God spoke from above, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. That's what he's saying over you. He is so well pleased. Not because of what you do, but because of who you are. Because your confession of faith in Jesus Christ and your diligence to follow Jesus and what he says, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Love you, buddy. So proud of you. I know it takes guts to get into the water. And I just sense the Lord is going to bless you through and through because of your obedience. And because of your uh, declaration, your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, and your choice to follow after him, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Becky, I am so, so proud of you. What I love about you being here today is the Lord has directed your steps to get to this space. And man, there's somewhere more that God's directing you. I wanna encourage you to be bold. And after this step into the water, be even bolder into your next step, amen? Because your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, your choice to follow him into the waters, I now baptize you the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Maybe scoot a little bit far. Is it that cold? Come on, Tim. Wow. All right. Here we go. Hey, Tim, I got a word for you, honestly, from the Lord, though. Tim, for those here, come on, don't, you gotta still breathe. Uh, Tim, for those that don't know, Tim made us like 40 pounds of, oh, was it more, 80 pounds, 100 pounds? Well, it's probably about 50 to 60. 50 or 60 pounds of bacon last year. And that was my favorite Sunday, favorite smelling Sunday ever. And I just sense prophetically, the Lord is just saying that your life is to be a sweet smell to this world. That wasn't by mistake, that was on purpose. And God has ordained your life to be this beautiful scent to a world that is surrounded by death. So thanks for not giving up on yourself. Because God sure hasn't. Amen. Amen. Because of your profession, your confession in Jesus Christ, I now baptize you, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, I love you, Tim. Zach, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about how we're not supposed to despise one's youth. We're not to look down upon people because of the youth. In fact, Jesus' disciples were mostly your age. He, and your age changed the world. Yeah. 
this may be a trickle, but my prayer is that it becomes a tidal wave. Zach, because of your boldness and your confession of Jesus Christ as Lord in your life and your decision to step into the waters, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Phil, I've only known you for a short period of time, um, but you inspire me. Your obedience and your guts to enter the water is inspiring. And your faithfulness is seen way beyond that to your family and the joy that, that I feel like today is all about joy. That what the enemy once stole, he's returning. Amen. Amen. Phil, because of your confession of faith, your boldness to step in the water in obedience, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Joni and Phil moved to Minnesota during the pandemic, and we became virtual friends, mm -hmm. corresponding, and I just want to speak into your life that you have a gift with words Amen. and a gift to articulate things that God's done, and you see things in people, and I just see that this is just the beginning yeah. of something that's being birthed in you. And just your obedience today, but just sharing your story, sharing your struggles, sharing the things that have been secrets or like just hidden for years. Yeah. And I just want you to know that you are called and you are anointed yes. and you are a daughter of the King. Amen. Amen. Joni, because of your confession of faith, your boldness to step into the waters today, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Love you, Joni. Claire, you make us so proud. Meeting you at Trader Joe's last summer when I was grocery shopping, she approached me, and that was bold. And I see you as someone who's bold. And I am so excited to see you continue to share your story and invest and pour into the younger generation using your talents. You are just one a person that says yes to so many things. And I know that in the past you felt that you've said yes to the wrong things, but this is your season to say yes to the right things. And we are so proud of you, and we, it is an honor to see the transformation that God is doing in Amen. your life. Amen. Amen. Joni. Claire, I want to remind you today this is not about works. This is about worship. It's a way to worship God, way to inspire us, way to show us how to worship God. Because of your confession in Jesus Christ as your Lord, the boldness to step into the water of obedience, and I'll baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Audra, you inspire many yes. with your story, and we see how you fight. And I know this season has been hard to fight for your own life, but God is fighting for you today and he is proud. Mm -hmm. And you are the epitome who has taken, someone who has taken pain and your darkest valleys and you've turned it for his good. Yes. And we just claim your life today that you will feel washed and cleansed mm -hmm. and whole. And I pray for peace over your life today. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Audra because of your 
confession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord, the boldness, your audacity to step into the waters. I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I just want to remind you today that this battle that you've been experiencing, especially this past year, that there's purpose in it. And you too have such a gift with loving people. And I just pray over your life today that God will take everything that you've experienced for you to help others. But today is a day where you give God your life. And I just pray and claim freedom in your life. I pray for the transformation. I pray for the depression to leave. I pray when you come out of the waters that you experience joy that is eternal, joy that surpasses all circumstances. Mm -hmm. And I just pray that you will lean into him and that he is Mm -hmm. your provider. No man, no person can be your provider, but God is your provider. And I just pray right now that you will take away any feeling, whether it's shame, doubt, fear, Mm -hmm. anger. And I pray that he replaces that with hope and joy Mm -hmm. today in Jesus' name. Yes. Victory. Victory. Victory, Megan. (laughs) Victory. Because of the confession, your confession of faith in Jesus Christ is your Lord. Your willingness to step into the water in the last minute. Like two days to spare. <laughs> I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are so proud of you. Yeah. And I just want to claim words over your life right now that you are whole. Yes. That you are enough. Mm-hmm. That you are brave. Mm-hmm. That you are called. Mm-hmm. And we love you, and this is your family, and we are so proud of you today. Mm -hmm. Seeing your life over the past two years has seriously blown me away. You're a new person. Yes. And God's just getting started. Mm -hmm. And I just pray for this next chapter, for it to have crazy amount of purpose. Mm -hmm. And I just pray that you can receive God's love today like you give to so many others on a daily basis. Mm That all you have to do is show up and he's here. Mm -hmm. And we just claim your life today for him. Yes, yes, Carrie, because of your confession as Jesus Christ is your Lord, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Way to go, Carrie. Let's hear it for this next generation. Seriously. You are someone who not only our daughters looked up to, but I believe tons of people look up to you. Yes. The things that your family has endured, what you have endured personally, there is purpose in it. I pray for the bullying that had happened two years ago, that you can be that friend to every single person, that you mm-hmm. experience that pain mm-hmm. and that rejection so you can be that hope and love for others. Mm-hmm. And we are so proud of you. And God has a story for you right now. He has a purpose. You don't need to wait till you're 18. Mm-hmm. But I believe that you, there is a purpose in your school, in your community, and in your family, and even how your siblings look up to you. That God does not look at Lily for how old you are. He looks at you for who you are and what's written on your heart. And we are so proud of you today. As you step forward in obedience, you're inspiring people in this room. Yeah. And you inspire us. Yeah, you're a leader, Lily. Jesus was baptized, he came up out of the water and God said, 
this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And today he's saying, this is my daughter in whom I'm well pleased. Your leader. Lily, because of your confession and of faith and trust in Jesus, your willingness to step into mediocre, warm water, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Maria, it is no coincidence that you showed up at Echo Church last year. And we love watching you grow and just even your curiosity. God sees you as a curious daughter where you come with your questions and he is the God of answers. So any doubt, any fear, any just things where you're looking at the word and you're going, I don't understand this. I just love witnessing you explore. And God wants you to take this step as an exploration of what he has for you. And he is so proud of how far you've come, but it is exciting to think about what he's gonna do next in your life. And so we're inspired by you saying yes to God's obedience today. Yes, yes. I I think you're in a new chapter. I think this is a new chapter. Because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord, your willingness to step into the waters to be baptized, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> when I see you, Emma, I see purity. Yeah. And I see wholeness. Mm-hmm. And even the stuff that you've gone through this past year, It just blows me away because you're one of those people who has joy no matter what's going on. But I just want this to be a reminder that you can give God anything and he's going to take care of you. And we are so proud of how far you've come. And this year has been a big year, but this upcoming year is even bigger for you. And I just see a calling on your life of sharing your story, inspiring young women with how you live. And so just open up. God just wants you to open up and share. Share the weak spots. Share the heartache. Share the pain that you've been through because there's grit in it. And he sees you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. The devil's bogus. I'm, the devil's bogus. And um, I mean, we're so proud of you. And we're so proud of everybody. This is the coolest picture right here as we get to do this together. And all of you are a part of it. God bless you. Emma, you are, because of the confession of your faith to trust Jesus with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, your willingness to step in the water of obedience, I now baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Rebecca. Isn't God good? Yes. If, you, if I have learned one thing over the past 20 years is God is a God who comes and runs after us. God is a God who waits for us. He breathes life into our dry bones. And today it is such an honor and a privilege to witness the transformation within this community. And we love Flood Sunday for so many reasons, but for those of you that think you have to do so many things for God to love you, it's a lie. All you have to do is surrender and just accept him. And so thank you for joining us today. We love Flood Sunday. We love every single person here today who is getting baptized and just saying yes in obedience to see the transformation, to see the freedom, to see the say yes mentality every single day. It has blown me away in this season to see one of the hardest years of our life, but to see God show up. Amen. If you are a guest today and you have, we want, we want to meet you. Let's just say it. I want to meet you. We have connect cards that you got them when you came in. If you lost it somehow, go to the info table. We have $5 mocha cards. So if that's bribery at its finest, there it is. If you have committed your life to Christ or recommitted your life to Christ today and you prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to help you in your next steps. Please fill out this card so we can do so. You will personally hear from us. We want to help you in this journey. You are not alone. And I just want to invite you to next Sunday. We are starting our second annual favorite series called Hear Us Roar. So we will be sharing stories within the Echo community. You do not want to miss it. And I just hope you have a great day. God bless.